Welcome to Two Truths and a Lie. I'm your host, Lily Pluniak, and I want to invite you to a conversation with my friends and I about fighting for faith as Christians in today's world. Join us as we talk about life, the highs and lows, and what it looks like to practically stand on guard against the lies of the world while holding fast to the gospel and the promises of God. I'm so glad you're here. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Truths and a Lie. This episode is the second part of the last one with my friends Lauren and Maddie, and we are going to continue our conversation about how God has changed their lives and given them so much peace within painful situations. Okay, so I have another topic to kind of talk about. I know, so we talked about Jesus being a very present help in time of suffering and how the gospel brings us so much comfort and peace. But I know in both of your guys' testimonies, you talked about how you became a Christian, God saved you, and mm-hmm. then yeah. that's actually when you had a lot of very deep pain and a lot of big trials came after you were saved. And so would you guys want to touch on that? Just what were some practical ways to fight that? Or just talking about struggling as a Christian in a world of grief and pain. Yeah, I think everybody has, like, this idea that, especially if you don't know what Jesus is about, right? Because I didn't really know anything. I was very new to the whole thing, so I thought it's all going to be great. But then that's when suffering really comes, you know? Mm -hmm. He's testing you. Like, are you going to trust me in this situation when even though you might be feeling the worst pain in the world will you trust me? Mm. And that's how you know you have faith in him. Yeah. Like, because it's, I, somebody was telling me a story and it was like, just, oh, I forgot it. (laughs) Dang it. That sucks. I guess we'll never know the story. (laughs) But, I feel like, I gave you the analogy the other day of, like, the sun sometimes isn't showing sometimes it's behind the clouds but we know that it's still there and we know that it's still working so even in your time of suffering when there's clouds over your life god's still there and he's Mm. still working yeah and like if we can trust the sun that it's still shining yeah why can't we trust god that he's still working Mm. you know because like there will be some clouds. Yeah, there's going to be some big gray clouds. <laughs> yeah. He never promises that there won't be times of trials, yeah. but he does promise that he's enough for for those trials to get through them. Yeah. There's a verse yeah. in James, James 1, James 1, 2. It says, count, all your, count it all joys, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that testing of your faith proceeds steadfastness, steadfastness, and let the steadfastness fastness my goodness <laughs> have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing mm. that's good yeah so i think considering everything pure joy of just being in the lord is an absolute gift that we can have yeah. that we should utilize more because god really will give us pure joy mm. um 
I, when I was depressed for a long time, I wasn't in my Bible a ton yeah. because it, it was hard to just mm-hmm. like fathom that God could have a plan for me. Like I talked about mm, earlier. Yeah. Um, but I've really seen how like God uses this for a purpose and that within the last like six months, I've really just been getting back into the word um, and just embracing God. Yeah. And I've really seen how he's brought pure joy back to me. Mm. Um, one of the interns at my church recently noticed, and he was like, I love that your smile is back again. Mm. And I was like, thank you. Like, it's really it's really God working in my heart and God just being there for me. So it was a really cool how other people have noticed. Wow. Yeah. And seeing just the Holy Spirit move in my life. Yeah. And even after, like, going through those pretty big trials as a as a Christian just like now after experiencing that when I go through trials now I want to be running even faster for God mm. even stronger I just want to be like going harder yeah for yes. Jesus because I know that that will ultimately um work out yeah you know Because, like, I feel like in suffering, it's easy to be, like, to not read your Bible, which is what I did. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to read my Bible. I'm not going to pray because there's nothing he can do now. Mm. But, like, when you are in sufferings, if you do that even more, you will get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the truth that we don't, like, realize is that God wants us in our good times and our bad times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just want us in our good times. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't just go to the doctor. You go to the doctor when you're sick. Yeah. Not when you're well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you should go to God when you're not, when you're in a bad time and not just when you're in a good time. Yeah. yeah. It makes me think the other day I was on a hike and I had this picture when I was walking on the hike, it was to a waterfall. And you know, when you're hiking, you're focusing on your feet, you're stumbling, you know, there's rocks, there's dirt, your shoes are maybe slipping in the mud. And the whole time you're very focused on where you're walking. And then when you get there, you finally have time to look up and see this is your destination. Look at the beautiful waterfall and all the creation. And it encouraged me just thinking about the walk of life as a Christian, how you're stumbling, you might get hurt, you might fall down, you might kind of veer off the path. But ultimately trusting that the work you're putting in and the, I don't know, just the working in your sweaty, whatever. But when you get there, it's so worth it to see the destination. And it's so beautiful and it makes it all the more better. Yeah. And knowing that when you read that map at the beginning and it said there's a waterfall, you had faith there was a waterfall. Yeah. And it was there. Yeah. And I think that's a lot like the Christian life, how there's one verse. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I don't know if I can, but it (laughs) talks about how as a Christian, you know, you have to take up your cross and die to your old self. Yeah, yeah. And God actually promises suffering as Christians and persecution. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow because mm-hmm. no one likes having discomfort. I know I don't. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I want that alarm to go off and I want to go back <laughs> yeah. to sleep. But the truth is I got to get up and I got to go. And so it's like, Lord, grow in me a heart that has more faith. Yeah. Childlike faith, like a little kid that's going to trust, okay, Lord, you're there. And you know everything about me. You know myself better than I know myself. And you know what I need. And you know where I need to be pushed. 
and you know these temptations that you need to take a hold of. But if you don't send this hard trial, I'm not going to give them up. Yeah. So it's a, it's a hard. It, like, it's a struggle. I think that <laughs> it it's is. easy to think it's, oh, with Jesus, all things, like, all things are possible. And it's true. But it's, that doesn't mean that. It's hard. Yeah. And it, it's painful. And also, like, Jesus went through all this stuff. Though. Yeah. He went through yeah. grief. He went through, I mean, like, just even his, his death. You know, like, it was so worth it for, because his eyes for us and his love for us. Yeah. But, like, I was reading about his crucifixion and I was just like, wow. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine the pain that he must have felt. Mm. And then, like, just pain throughout his life because he was, like, I think 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. So that that's like almost double our lives and just how much he felt with the grief. But he just had so much love for the father. Yeah. And he, and like, so that's like when Christians say they want to live like Jesus, that's just like what that means. Like, even though I might experience this and this might happen to me, I'm just going to trust the father mm. and know that ultimately he has a plan and his plan is so much better than my plan yeah like I sometimes try to make my own plan for my life and Mm -hmm. then that's when he likes like flips the switch and he's like we're not doing that because that's not good for you yeah and then you look back on it and you're like wow like if I would have done what I wanted to do life would be so much different but because what happened was your plan life is so much better yeah you know Hmm. Do you guys have any instances that come to mind like that where you thought one way was better, but it ended up, yeah, you're glad you didn't do that? <laughs> yeah, like my plan was like I wasn't gonna make it till 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my plan yeah. was to end my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so glad I didn't. I'm yeah. so glad I'm so Thank here. you, Jesus. <laughs> yes, yeah, for real. Um, but I can just. I look at life now and I'm like, I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad that God has saved me. I was actually thinking about that earlier when I was doing my quiet time. Like, I'm just in love with life now, which Mm, I don't think a few years ago I could have fathomed being so in love with life and wanting to wake up in the morning and wanting to go hang out with friends. Wow. Yeah. I had big plans for high school. I was going to go to parties. I was going to drink. I was going to sleep around. I was like, high school, I'm starting it. That's when life will get better is whenever I do all those things that everybody else is doing that you see in the movies, right? Mm. And then, you know, like get saved right before high school. Like, because I was planning on doing that. Yeah. You know? And then he was like, I have a different plan for you. Wow. And in high school, because like I came back from covid like quarantine new school year and i was just so different you Mm. know because before i used such foul language like that was so bad and like people were like so you don't like you don't like use bad words anymore and i'm like no and they're (laughs) like just say it you know just say it like just say one you know and i was like no i'm not gonna do it wow and they were like what in the world happened to you over break? And I was like, let me tell you some crazy (laughs) stuff. I would have never thought that I would be living the life that I am. Yeah. Mm. Ever, Mm. ever, ever. Yeah. 
I don't think I, like, I couldn't fathom that, like, I'm sitting here on Lily's floor recording a right. podcast. The talking floor, about man. Jesus. Yeah, about with about Jesus. <laughs> about what's happened and, like, what God's done in my life. Yeah. I never thought I would be, like, so far into advocating mm. for mental health and yeah. for spiritual health. Yeah. For sure. But it makes me want to cry out to God more. Yeah. And just talk to him and request those things because... He answers you and he hears mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I was listening to a song today from Mary Claire Carter. Shout Woo! out. It was, she sent me a song because I took the ACT today. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it it's called This Is the Kingdom. Do you know that song? Um, elevation Worship, I think. I if, if we heard the, if I heard the song, yeah, I would I, probably yeah. know. But it, it kept saying a part of the chorus was like, knock and... He will answer, seek, and you will find. Her knock and the door will be opened. You know that Mm -hmm. passage of scripture in the song. And it just encouraged me thinking about, like, God wants us to seek him. Mm -hmm. And in our pain and our suffering, like you're saying, don't sit back. Yeah. Say, God, knock on that door. God, this is hard. I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. Knock, like, God, sustain me. Because He's not just faithful to have a plan for you. He's faithful to sustain you yeah. and yeah. faithful to keep your life because he wants you to be alive and he created yeah. you. And it, I think in Exodus, there's that story about how God provided manna every single day for his yeah. people mm-hmm. and how it was like bread or the grain, um, rain from the heaven or the sky and how it was the right amount for the day and how the people, they couldn't keep it overnight. They couldn't store it up. It was the exact amount they needed yeah. just for that day. Yeah. And they had to trust that God would provide for the next day. They couldn't keep it. They, You know, yeah. and that I read that just knowing, like, wanting to trust more that God is going to provide every day. Yeah. And don't get overwhelmed about tomorrow. Don't think about yesterday. Yeah. But just know, God, I pray that your grace would sustain me today. And when I wake up tomorrow morning, your mercy's new. Sustain me yeah. again. But yeah. I'm just thinking about today. The manna I need for today. Yeah, there's another song um, by I Am They. It's called Scars. Re- Lauren recently. <laughs> I love that song. I was thinking about that song, too. Yeah, she showed it to me, I think, just yesterday. Yeah. Um, and part of the lyrics say, I'm so thankful for the scars, because without them, I wouldn't know your heart. I know they'll always tell of who you are, so I'm so thankful for the scars. Yeah. Mm. That, like, blew my mind. Mm. Um, just personally, like, with, like, not physical scars but also with physical scars like Mm -hmm. I've been ashamed of my scar from my surgery or my self-harm scars but like they tell the story of God Mm -hmm. they tell the story of what God did in my life and so Mm -hmm. I've learned to be thankful for them and just seeing that song was really cool so (laughs) yeah and like your past can just be such evidence of the Holy Spirit in your life and because like you can use your testimony You could use it in a way where it's like, oh, feel pity for me that I went through that. Or you could use it in a way of like, this is what happened, but this is how God restored me. And this is his power. Yeah. And guess what? You could have it too. Yeah. (laughs) Let me show you the people listening. You could have it too. The joy of Jesus. Let me tell you how he changed my life. Oh, yeah. Break those chains. Literally. (laughs) She's a different person. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly... Sometimes I wish I knew who you were before, because I've only known new Lauren and new Maddie. (laughs) You know, I haven't known what you guys were like before, but just knowing, like, even some things you're going through today, how your family's not saved, and things like that, how 
I'm still seeing, like you said, yeah. God is continuing to write the story yes. every day. The and story's being written We still. see each other every week. I'm like, okay, how's it going with what that happened? thing? How's it going with this? Yeah. Like, tell me everything because I want to know. Yeah. Do you, got, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like, your family situation? Just Yeah. So, I am the first person in my family, well, kind of, to be saved. My grandma was saved, but she's no longer with us. But... Um, and again, grew up in a bad house with my mom, my biological mom, and then my dad and my, that side of the family is not saved. So having that, like, just like, like discouragement in that, just being, feeling alone in that. And that's why it was so important for me to build a community at church so I could have it somewhere. Yeah. And... It's so hard, like, having people in your life, whether they're family or not, just that you love so much that aren't saved, Mm. wanting to share that with them, but then also, like, I might not be the person that it just, like, goes off for them. Yeah. Yeah. It might be someone at work for them. It might be years and years and years from now. Like, it's so hard to trust God in that situation because you love them so much yeah and you want them to know Jesus and like they've known me my whole life and they've seen how he's changed my life but something's not clicking yet Mm. and I um I was listening to a sermon and it was like I wrote down everyone in my life that I love that doesn't know Jesus I wrote them all down and then when they were saved I would cross them off Mm. and the last person on that guy's list was his dad 50 years later Mm. and I was like wow so I've not been able to cross anyone off my list yet because that was a couple months ago but just like hearing people's stories of like how it took 50 or 70 years and I'm like Lauren give me that patience because I don't know if I can wait that long yeah but I just have to trust that you know, everything's going to work out. And, yeah, but it's hard. It's yeah. really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being faithful oh, and yeah. loving them. That's true love. Trying to. Yeah. And I pray that their eyes would be open and pray God would save them because yeah. he's ultimately the only one that can save yeah, them. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I just, every single morning and night, I pray that a like transformation would happen in my family that only you can do yeah no other god that i make in my head like little g god can Mm. do that yeah because they're not powerful enough yeah like the little g gods in your life get to those situations and they're like i don't know what to do yeah because like i could do this for you Mm. but like i can't do that yeah but that's the thing that makes our god so special he can do it all. Yeah. You know, he can, like, provide a meal for you, but then he can also save a life. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Do you have something, Maddie? I <laughs> yeah. see you thinking hard. She's like, thinking. she's got, she's got something coming. Um, the wheels are turning. <laughs> just, I was trying to find it because it was in a sermon the other day of the story about where the people of God had turned against God and were worshiping a little G God. Yeah. Um, we recently, it was shared at 
Archie Usher's D now, which Lauren was at, so I don't know if she remembers which verse it was, where, like, God, like, my goodness, um, when they built an altar for the false god to just light up and fire, and he didn't, but our yeah. god did, mm. and we kept adding water, they kept adding water, and our god still lit up the fire. Mm. Um, um, I think, ooh, if anyone, I have a verse written down, and then there's an arrow that says, worshiping false gods, who knows what I was thinking during <laughs> so, it, but, are you thinking first Kings? That's what I was thinking. Okay, that's what I have You can't see too. us right now, but me and Lauren are both, like, flipping through our journals. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> Quickly, all the pages all are the turning. Oh, yes. Is it this orange okay, highlighted passage? Yes. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so 1 Kings 18, 16. I hope this is the right thing, because if not, I'm just going to read you some random thing anyway. <laughs> so Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him Ahab went to meet Elijah. And when Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, your trouble, you troubler of Israel? And he answered them, I have not troubled Israel, but you have. For your father's house because you abandoned the commandments of the Lord and followed the Baals, which is Baal was their false god, their little G God. And now, therefore, send a gather of Israel to the Mount Carmel and 400 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of Azhira mm. who eat at Jezebel's table. So he did that. They went to Israel, gathered the prophets on Mount Carmel, and, um, Elijah came near to the people and said, How long will you go limping between the two different options? If the Lord is God, follow him. If Baal is God, follow him. And the people of him do not answer. Um, they went on. And in verse 36, it says, And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O God of Abraham, Isaac, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known to this day, you are the God of Israel, and I am your servant, and the one I have done all things for the word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, that this people may know you, O Lord, our God, and you have turned their hearts back. And the fire of the Lord fell down and consumed their burnt offerings, and the wood of stones and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Mm. And their false God, they kept saying, maybe he's asleep, maybe he's just musing us, or maybe he's eroding himself. Maybe he's on a journey. Perhaps he's asleep and must be wakened. That's verse 27 um, of chapter 18. And their God wouldn't do anything because their God is a little God G and our God is a big... <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I wrote down, your heart will be on fire for God. Like, God set this fire in you. Um, mm. And I don't remember where we started on this, but... Yeah, well, they, like... They, for the big G God... They built a trench around it. Yes. With and then put water. water in it. And then... To keep it contained? Keep God contained? No, or to just show that our God is so real. And that he, that can, he went over He can the, even set fire to something oh, that you're water. preventing fire from. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So uh, it talks about believing in the one true God, you will live differently and you will be made yeah. whole. Hmm. Wow. That puts the fear of God into yeah, you. Yeah, really wow. does. God is powerful. He is, for sure. 
Okay, so we've talked about a lot. This has been yeah. a packed podcast. Yeah. I honestly think that we should do a part two a couple months down the road yeah. or years or who knows and <laughs> who catch knows? up with all this stuff. But I, before... I would support that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be fun. And everyone can see how we get older because we're still pretty young. We got <laughs> we a are. lot of life left. But before we wrap up this podcast, I thought it would be good to just talk about some practical ways to fight the lies of the world and what the world says about suffering and how, number one, you got to suffer alone. Number two, for Christians, suffering is not normal because it is normal. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're promised. And number three, just how to draw near to God in those times when naturally in your flesh you want to run from God. And so yeah. do you guys have any ways or just... Like we said, life hacks that life come to mind. Um, I, I think you should always reach out. I think that you should. You should, no one should have to suffer alone. Um, what Lily just talked about, I don't know why. I wrote this a while ago. I wrote this little like post on Christians struggling about how. Christians like I feel like a lot of times like what Lily just said one of the lies of like and I'm just gonna read it real quick and I said I know know that when you say you struggle as a Christian I hear you I feel like a lot of times Christians are expected to have things all together and that is the exact opposite I wanted to say this focusing on mental health as a Christian who has struggled with mental health more than anything else I find myself thinking that I wasn't a good enough Christian because I struggled with this but I want to encourage you with the fact that that is not true. God still loves you when you're anxious. God still loves you when you're depressed. God still loves you when you self-harm. And God still loves you when you struggle. I say all this to tell you that just because struggle does not mean that God loves you any less or wants you any less. God wants you to cling to him through the tough times. Not only through the good times, but through the bad times too. And some verses that go with that are just Joshua 23.8, Psalms 63.8, and Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. And my encouragement on that is that when you're struggling, don't back away from God because you don't feel good enough for him, but cling to him because of the way, because he wants you just the way you are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think like your suffering shouldn't make you run away from him because yeah. in your suffering is when you need him the most. And like Jesus didn't just die for the you that wakes up early in the morning and goes to church, reads your Bible every day, but he died for... Also, the you that sits there crying till 3 a.m. And he died for you who feels so worthless and so purposeless, you know? And I just think that, like, I feel like a lot of the times we want to feel comfortable here on Earth. But really, we're never going to feel comfortable because our true citizenship lies um, in heaven and... That's, like, where we're going to be most comfortable, mm. right? So, even though on the surf we can have joy in Jesus and mm. hope in Jesus, I never want to feel, like, I just want to stay put, yeah. you know? I just want to keep on running and running and running. And then, one day, he's either going to come down or I'll meet him face to face. Yeah. But, I have confidence for that day that, you know... There will be no more suffering yeah. from then on. Yeah. So I am excited for that day. But yeah. there's a lot of work that has to be done still for me. Yeah. I, like, am so excited for that day, but I also don't want it to come. 
anytime soon. Because <laughs> there's still so many people that don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just to, like, you know, fight daily struggles. Because there's, like, little ones and then there's big ones. I just, yeah. I love, I've been loving getting into God's word mm-hmm. just every day. Because um, I think, like, for me, I was always like, why isn't God speaking to me? Why don't I hear his voice? Well, you haven't read your Bible in two weeks. Maybe that's why. (laughs) Maybe you're the problem. (laughs) You know? So just having that time, like, just, like, sitting, like, silent in prayer Mm. or just reading his word. And every time that you read God's word, you're not going to be highlighting everything, maybe. Because, like, I know for me, I'm in the beginning of the Old Testament right now. So, it's a lot of history. It's a lot of names. I'm not highlighting everything, but there might be that one verse that I do highlight. And maybe that's the one verse that he wants you to sit on, Mm. you know, for who knows how long. Yeah. So. Mm, That's good. I used to get discouraged in my quiet time because I was like, I'm not doodling and doing all this (laughs) stuff, but. My Bible doesn't look Pinterest perfect. Yeah, it's not (laughs) perfect, but. There would be that one verse that would stand out. Mm. And, yeah, sometimes it just takes one verse. Yeah. So, yeah. For me, a couple days ago, I was reading in Luke, and I had that one verse stick Mm -hmm. out to me. It was the story about the disciples in the boat, and they've been fishing all night, and they got nothing. And then Jesus comes and says, cast your net one more time. Yeah. And I've read that since I was a little girl, because I grew up in the church. I've been... Um, at church every Sunday pretty much my whole life. And I've heard that, but it never affected me as much as it did a couple days ago. How when Jesus comes, the disciples keep saying like, God, or they say, Jesus, we've tried and there's no hope. We've done it all night long over and over and over again. And we have nothing. And Jesus says, one more time, just cast it one more time, cast your net. And they cast it, and it's full of fish. And then he talks about them being fishers of men. Yeah. And I was just thinking about that, because recently I've been kind of discouraged at school. Because I went to school last year. as my first year at public school. And (laughs) when I came, all these people wanted to talk about God with me. Yeah. I was like, like, this is insane. All these people are soft to the gospel, and I'm having all these conversations. And, like, I was just bouncing off the walls, (laughs) freaking out. And then this year, it's been very just not much has been going on or maybe in my head I just have been discouraged about my relationships at school and I want to be stronger and following the Lord and more bold and I sat there in my bed the other night just thinking okay Lord I think you just want me to cast the net one more time yeah Yeah. and I'm I'm weary of casting it I feel like nothing's happening but I just want to trust you and trust that I can cast it one more time because you told me to yeah and I want to do what you say and I think we had Bible study the next day, and I sent my mom a photo of, and it was that day when we had so many people. Do you remember that? Was it not uh, this yeah. week, but last week? Yeah. We had a bunch of people there. We had a lot more than usually came. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't yeah. mean that you're more, like, that does not mean anything. More people coming to Bible studies, yeah. whatever. But it really encouraged my heart just knowing, like, okay, Lord, you are giving me the strength to be faithful. Yeah. And I want to be your vessel. And cast that net, cast that net and throw it in. Like what you told me to do, I just want to do it. But it it might take reading a passage for years and years and then it hits you and you're like, oh, 
I understand now. Yeah. I did not understand. Or it maybe it meant something to you back then. So that's good. Yeah. Open that Bible. Open yeah. that Bible up. <laughs> Anybody have any last things? What do you want to say to, there's probably going to be a lot of girls listening to this. Do you have any specific message you just want to, like if you had a girl that you didn't know standing right in front of you, what would be one short thing you would want her to know? Um, talk to like, taking this to my younger self Mm -hmm. and girls who may be struggling with something similar is that you are not alone in this fight and that you should reach out. Mm. I was the first time I told someone about what was going on was a friend who had the courage to reach out to an adult for me and I didn't know about it. I got called into, it's actually my school counselor's office the Mm -hmm. next day. Um, getting the opportunity to reach out and to talk to someone who knows what they're talking about and will be able to help you is a tremendous help. Mm. Um, And also just, like, not giving up on yourself. Yeah. Not giving up on your hopes and dreams, like I did for such a long time. Like, I didn't think, didn't try in school, didn't think about anything because I didn't think I would be here. Yeah. Mm. Um, And that's something I regret. So I think reaching out and just not giving up on yourself. Mm. are some of the biggest things that I would recommend. Also, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, stay in the Bible. God really, really wants to have a relationship with you, yeah. get to know you. Mm. Yeah, for me, I would just tell, because I know so many girls that are like, oh, in college, I'll start my relationship with Jesus, because I got time, you know? Yeah. But we don't know that. And I would just encourage you to just go all in for him, mm. because... When you do that, every day has purpose. Mm. And, like, the way that I was living before, I was just kind of existing. But in Jesus, I'm living, Mm. you know, because he is the way, the truth, the life. And without him, there is no life. And so he can just radically transform transform your life, even at an age like where we are right now. And you don't have to wait. Till college you don't have to wait till you're married because I know so many girls that are like that and he just he wants you now he wants you to come as you are you don't have to work and go to church and then go to him mm-hmm. you know you go to him go to him first and then he does it all from there you know wow so yeah that was good thank you yeah. Jesus that <laughs> we're not Jesus. alone thank yeah. you Jesus and oh, yeah I'm so thankful to have you guys in my life. I don't deserve to have friends like you (laughs) who hold me accountable. And that's another good thing. Yeah, Yeah, get In suffering and trials, tell people like you were saying and ask people to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. Because I think when you're going through something very hard, it's easy to not want to share it with anyone. Mm -hmm. But then you kind of get stuck in that. And sometimes it, like you said, takes a person to pull you out and show you that Life is worth living, and there's yep. so much so much joy in life because we have been redeemed, we have been called, we've been chosen, and yeah. we've been made new. Yeah. And we're not living like our old selves anymore. We're living new lives. So thank you, Lord. Of course. <laughs> thank He's you, guys. He's great. He is. He's awesome. Anything else? That's it. I don't think so. What should we do to end it? I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I need a roll to, like, hit Maddie in the (laughs) face with. It's done. The rolls. Just so my eyes fill up again. Oh, yeah. 
How does one end a podcast? How should we end it? Should we pray? I'll pray. Okay, Maddie. Yeah. All right, dear Lord, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to just come here and get to talk about you. Um, I pray that this podcast reaches a lot of people and the right person will hear it at the right time. I pray for every listener on the end of this that you will just bless them and know that you have an amazing plan for their mm-hmm. life. Um, I thank you for everything that you've done in my life and really just shown me who you are. Mm. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 You're so loved by Jesus. And we love you. And hey, if you see us around, you probably know us if you're listening to this (laughs) because probably you probably do. But grab a hold of these girls and ask them about their life and ask Ask them. Ask me about my life story. I would love to share Jesus with you. Yeah. You'll just see beautiful Maddie with her cool glasses. I and her coffee, coffee. and yeah. then Lauren with her cool sweatshirts. Oh, every yeah. time I see Lauren, she has, she has a new sweatshirt on. <laughs> she does. That's why my bank we account can, was going down. <laughs> we can meet up at a coffee shop. Yeah. yeah. Coffee day. Well, I'll thank get you something for, besides coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Tea. Yeah. <laughs> Milk. Kombucha. <laughs> Kombucha. Oh. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Bye.